Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Pitch Talk. We are fans of football dropping vlogs, blogs, videos and podcasts on the beautiful game. Check out our videos on YouTube and Instagram's IGTV, including special feature segments, vlogs such as 5 Minutes with a G, The Straight Shooting View, Coaching with JBK, Audio on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podomatic, Spotify, Mixcloud and other podcast platforms. Join the Pitch Talk revolution on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook and our official website www.pitch-talk.com The pitch is where we eat The pitch is where we sleep And the pitch is where we talk Welcome to Coaching with JBK Welcome, welcome, it's yours truly Coaching with JBK coming with the WSL Roundup from the 25th and the 26th of September. It is week three that has just passed in the WSL. And my word, some massive results this weekend. Not just at the top of the table, but also at the bottom. And it is an interesting one, just simply because when we consider that both of the top... Well, all four of the top four played each other this weekend... It was London who came out on top. And not just by maybe the odd goal. It was convincing. Very convincing. So let's round up these games and let's go through them. We're going to start off with the game that happened on the Saturday. It was Everton 3, Birmingham City 1. And this was the bottom of the table clash, which either way, it was important. It was very important just to get on to the score sheet. Not not just that for, for a team like Everton, but also for Birmingham City, who have both not scored before this game. Now, the big thing about about these two games, um, or about this specific game, is the results that happened before. So, with Everton losing 4-0 twice to Chelsea and Manchester City, Birmingham City losing 5-0, and then a 1-0 loss in reverse to Spurs and Brighton and Hove Albion. This game was going to be one of those where who's going to get the first goal and then who's going to get the final goal at the end of the game. Fortunately for Everton, unfortunately for Birmingham City, it ended 3-1 to Everton. Now, the goals that I watched were almost a case of this is exactly what why these two teams are, are conceding goals. Some of them are uh, some of them are just kind of out of this world, they're shooting from a distance, but at the same time, where's the defending? The first goal for Everton, you're kind of going, okay, well, scrappy. Then it comes outside the box and then there's a deflection and keeper can't do anything about it. That was the goal from Meyer, who scored in the 13th minute. Then Pennock scored to make it 1-1. And you're kind of going, all right, well, there's going to be a match um, that's really going to get going. And with the rest of the game, you're thinking, this is only going to be 1-1. Like it, uh, like so many games last season, you're thinking this is only going to be 1-1. Well, Everton stepped it up with the last 20 minutes of the game. And they got two goals, one from Benison and one from Seveca. One was a header, one was outside the box. Again, 
can you stop the shot from coming in from outside the box just as a defense and that's something that I'm always priding myself on as a coach because I don't want to see a shot come from outside the box troubling my goalkeeper why because I believe anything inside the box is a 50-50 anything outside the box is a 75-25 why because it's still something that you can control still something that you can defend still something that you can go you know what let's let's not have it let's not allow this to happen so it did and we just go on from there and you kind of go all right fair enough well this is where we're at this is what this is what we're dealing with um but great win for everton no longer at the bottom of the table they're now sitting in eighth with a minus six goal difference three points on the board and ironically, they're just behind Chelsea and Manchester City. What does that tell you? It's not like it was last season where everybody knew who was going to win. This is completely different. And maybe the money that's coming into the game is, has changed things. But at the moment, I'm just going to put it purely down to talent. Well done to Everton. Birmingham City, hopefully you get a win in the next game. In the next game. We move on to Sunday. And... We move on to the first of two games between the Manchester and London clubs. First of all, Manchester United against Chelsea. Now, last season it wasn't as clear that Chelsea would have always won this game as convincingly as they did. Um, it feels like it was one of those weird... What happened? It just kind of just got blitzed in the first half. And Manchester United really did get blitzed in the first half. And it was just down to the one thing that Manchester, that I would say Arsenal have always had a problem with. Now, as much as we're saying play out from the back, and that's a concept that keeps coming up. So I've decided to change it to building the attack from the back. Building the attack from the back. So how do you build the attack from the back? You start by playing... A little bit of football, passing, passing and moving, but you're making sure that those passes are firm. They're not just going to be passes that you go, yeah, I, you might be able to get onto that. Because you don't know what the, uh, what the opposition are going to be like. Chelsea pretty much allowed Manchester United to have the first pass. And then on the second pass, they were hunting them down. And this is what got Manchester United into trouble for their first goal. Two minutes in, Kirby gets the goal. Two minutes in. That's that's not good enough for Manchester United. For a team that finished fourth, you've got to be doing better. So, Kirby, Kirby scored from a, a nice little setup and an assist from uh, Sam Kerr. Then Harder, literally, Penilla Harder, 2020 UEFA Women's Player of the Year. Decides to go on a run. Parted the ways, parted the Red Sea, as you call it. Literally dinked it over the keeper. That's 2-0. 24 minutes in, that is. And then it happened again. It happened again with Sam, with Sam Kerr and, and Frank Kirby. Manchester United tried to play out from the back. Lost the ball. Kirby decides that she's going to square the ball to uh, Sam Kerr. Sam Kerr just first time finish. And they kind of go and change it up. Now, unfortunately, I was watching the first half and I was thinking, wow, what happened to Manchester United? 
from the two games that they had before to this. This is shocking. This is unbelievably shocking. Going into the second half, changed things up a little bit. They probably pressed um, Chelsea a little bit more. And I didn't get to watch the second half because I, uh, I was away on work duties. So Manchester United went ahead three minutes into the second half, got a goal from Russo, uh, Alessio Russo. Brilliant goal. Bit of a deflection from Millie, uh, Millie Bright, but it was inside the box in Chelsea's half. That's the key difference. But three minutes later, they've gone and conceded another one to Sam Kerr. Now, if you get the chance to watch this goal, you will know that if there is a bit of VAR that comes into the game, it needs to happen soon. Not, not later, it needs to happen now. And the reason why I say that is Sam Kerr was standing in an offside position when the ball got played. Now, WSL, WSL rules, you don't, need the, you don't need VAR, but Redden scored a, a, a perfectly good goal against Manchester United on the first night of the WSL return. Now Manchester United conceding a goal from an offside position. Chelsea had the same problem with Arsenal, with Beth Mead's um, first of, of two. And you're kind of going, well, there needs to be a bit of consistency. Needs to be. Um, so we move on. Spence, there, there was a whole host of changes from, from uh, Chelsea. Drew Spence um, got herself a goal in the, fi- in the final three minutes of the game. And then Fleming rounded it off with a 6-1 result. Per- perfect for, for Chelsea. I believe perfect for Chelsea. They've now got their second second win, and now they can say, "Well, this is where we where we want to get to." Arsenal was a blip because they didn't know exactly what they were going to come with, and we had players that were coming back from international duty again from the Olympics. So, as far as we're concerned, this is not exactly where where we normally start. Uh, where we normally start. So, that's where we're going to be. Well done to Chelsea. They've now got their second win of the season. Up to fourth. Now we go on to the other games. Those two o'clock kickoffs that everybody enjoys. Brighton and Hove Albion against Aston Villa. What a game this was because it was more of a mid-table clash. If you go back to last season where Aston Villa almost was relegated. But now, if you think about it, they've now done exactly what the men have done and improved. They've re- really improved. So now that Aston Villa have now got a foothold in the, in the league, they've gone and won their game against Brighton Hove Albion by a single goal. Had chances in the first half to even score. Didn't take them. Brighton Hove Albion had a couple of chances in the first half. Didn't take them. But then all of a sudden... In the second half, the ball was cleared by the keep by the Brighton keeper. It was pretty much transitioned into a pass into uh, Gillenek's uh, path. She took a few touches, got herself into the box, and coolly slotted across the keeper into the far corner with the only goal of the game. Well done to Aston Villa. Who are now sitting third in a league. You've got plenty of games coming up, so you know full well what's going to happen over over the time. But let's see how how they go. Another team that 
everybody wants to see a little bit more from is Tottenham Hotspurs. Now, nice little sort of North London to Berkshire derby, as, as we call it. So, with this one, it was very close for a long period of time. Very close for a long period of time. There were chances, but they were sparse. I think Spurs were in control of the game for most of it. Getting their chances as much as possible. Redden had a few of theirs as well. When we look at the possession stats, Redden had the ball a lot more. But with the shots, there was 22 shots from Spurs to Redden 7. So again, Redden will probably say that they had more of the ball, but they didn't really do much with it. That's, that's the tail of the tape when we're looking at the stats of this game. Towards the end though, 85th minute, ball was played through, Naz gets herself onto the ball, just toe pokes it beyond the keeper for the 1-0 win to Spurs. So now Spurs are up to second, which is the first time that we've ever seen this in the WSL with both North London clubs in the top two. In the top two. Brilliant. Well done. And here's, here's a funny thing. If you get a chance to watch BBC4 on Wednesday, both teams play from last season's quarterfinal. This will be a quarterfinal for a quarterfinal game between Arsenal and Spurs. And we'll see how that goes because it's going to be an interesting one now that both are the, both are the top two. It'll be an interesting one. But well done. Well done to Spurs. Arsenal, Spurs, BBC Four, Wednesday evening. Get a chance to watch it. Do so. We move on to West Ham United versus Leicester City. And I didn't get a chance to watch this one, but it seems like it was a very convincing win. Very convincing win. So, West Ham United 4, Leicester City 0. So, first goals that came through. Yellow. 26 minutes, Walker 38 minutes, Plumtree an own goal, an own goal, I saw this one and I felt sorry for her because, and I don't feel, I'm not saying feel sorry in the sense that, oh shit, no, 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 she went to clear it, it's gone the wrong direction and it really affected her, her, her emotions then and it did play a part because you could see visibly that she was upset and I'm assuming this is something that She's not familiar with. She's not in this this type of position where that's type that's pressure that she doesn't un, she doesn't get. So, with West Ham winning four 0 they got their goal in the in the second half as well from Lavelle. So two own goals. If you take those two goals away, the two own goals away, they only won two 0 So essentially, it wasn't a good day for Leicester if you either take away the two own goals, and you think well. That's not how this works. But, well done to West Ham. Well done to Leicester. Leicester, you'll find yourself in better positions, for sure. You're not bottom of the table, and you've got a chance just to get more game, game, game wins, for sure. So, for the champions of the championship from last season, go ahead, show what you're, you're all made of, and we hope to see you in the WSL even next season. Moving on, 
And we are talking about our final game of the day, which was a late kickoff. And it was exactly the game that we should be talking about. Arsenal, Manchester City. Well, I shouldn't be saying that. But it was Arsenal, Manchester City. What a game this was because it was a surprise for me. Even if you're looking at the Manchester United-Chelsea game, still a surprise. It's kind of going, okay. well, Chelsea normally kind of put a lot of numbers against a lot of goals past teams. Now, all of a sudden, Arsenal have done this against Manchester City. And if you look at the previous games between the two teams, it's always been Manchester City winning. Has been for a long time, even up until I think, well, 2018 was the last time. 2018 or 2019 was the last time Arsenal had beaten Manchester City. So that says that says it all. That says it all. Joe Montemuro, thank you very much for everything you've done. You won the league. You've even done it with beating Manchester City on the final day. And when I say this, what a game for Adava to, to really show what his team is all about with a difference in how to play out and how to build the attack from the back. One of the goals I will get well, I'll get to in a minute. But first of all, rounding, rounding the, uh, the, 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 the weekend off, Viv. Thank you for another goal. Another goal for uh, for Vivian Miedema. Came from the from a drop ball that was given back to Arsenal. Then there was no pressure. Asking Manchester City, what, where's the pressure? Something's got to change. So there's no pressure. Ball gets... Um, in fact, wrong get, one goal. Wrong goal. So, ball was played back to the keeper. Not the most assured pass. Not the most assured pass. All of a sudden, Beth Mead has gone and closed down the ball and the keeper. Won the 50-50. Played the ball into Vivian Miedemar. There's no keeper in the in, in the, um, the goal. There's only two defenders back. And yes, they cannot use their hands. So again, she's just gone and put it into the side of the, um, the, side of the goal that they're not standing in. Left-footed finish. Great start. Second goal. This is where we're talking about... Uh, the drop ball, drop ball comes into it comes into play. Ball gets played into Viv again. Vivian Miedema. She plays a quick round the corner pass to Kim Little. Kim Little now has three players to beat. How she's managed to do that, I don't know. And this is just me being a coach. How she's managed to beat three players, I don't know. But she's managed to get herself into the box, beat the three players, get a shot off. Keeper's got her hands to it, but. Shot was too powerful. Well done to Kim Little for a first of two. Now we talk about the second half. Somehow Manchester City crumbled. And I don't know how, but they've conceded three goals in the second half. So, goal that came from McCabe. Katie McCabe, brilliant player by the way. Got to watch her, try and catch up and catch up with her at some point. Had a conversation with her during the summer. Amazing person to speak to. Seth Catley played a ball over over the top to from the uh, the defensive third into the the final third of Man, uh, Manchester City's half. McCabe took a couple of touches, brought it down, ball bobbled away from her. You're thinking somebody's going to come and claim it from Manchester City. They didn't. She's taken a shot. It's rifled into the back of the net. And you're just kind of asking the question of where's the where's everybody's head at? 
when it comes to Manchester City, I'm hoping that things will change because I want to see a competitive top four this this season. I want to see a competitive league this season. I don't want it to be how Chelsea have done it for the past couple of seasons. In a sense, they've just gone and run away, run away with the game. It's it's pointless. Run away with the league. Run away with the game. It's nobody's going to touch Chelsea. They've got to change that. Would rather see maybe a three-way competition to to see who can win the league. Um, and on top of that, maybe we'll have the same drama as we did for um, for relegation. But at the same time, you're just hoping that people will step up. So moving on from that, moving on from that. There was a penalty given with a foul on former Manchester City player Nikita Paris, who then, oh, was it? It might have been Kim Little, funny enough. Can't remember who, who was fouled, but Kim Little stuck away the penalty. And then in the final minute of the game, Leah Williamson goes and gets her head on the ball to cap off a fantastic week for her and a fantastic month for her in. Arsenal colours and also for England. Also, Captain Fantastic, as we, or as I like to say, Captain Fantastic becoming a captain for England. So, that was the roundup of the game. That's three. That's the roundup of the weekend. That is all games with Arsenal sitting top, Manchester City uh, sitting eighth, Everton sitting ninth, and Birmingham City propping up the table with no points. Three teams on no points, but Birmingham City in a more difficult position. So, that is the roundup. I hope you guys have enjoyed it. Listen, try and watch a few games in October. I guarantee you you're going to enjoy it as much as possible. Let's build upon support in the WSL. I know there's a lot of listeners probably even listening into this or probably just never really watched a game of, uh, a game of WSL football before. Please, go out there, watch a game if you get a chance. If you get your Sundays off, maybe take a, take a stroll down to the nearest uh, the nearest league that you are close by to and probably just watch a game. You never know, you might find yourself surprised. Or you might just say, oh, I, know what, I know what this is all about now. So, yeah, support the WSL, support the women's game, support the girls' game as best as possible. And you never know. The games that we will come with, the results that you can see that will come through, might actually surprise you. So, on top of that, yours truly, JBK, is now signing off. Thank you very much for listening in. I hope you get, you guys have a great weekend, great week, and enjoy the football that comes your way. If you get a chance to see any games, by all means, watch them. See you later. Join the Pitch Talk Revolution. Check out the official Pitch Talk website www.pitch-talk.com.